0: we are talking about you know archaic stuff in the past and everything well uh you know without going too much into my day job i end up talking about history a lot especially to to children it's essentially like a you know it, it's, it's i talk about a bunch of his like historic nonsense what's great is when you get children who come in there and raise their hand and go wait and they go wait there was a time before like did they have things like playstation There was a a kid said, wait,
1: they didn't have PlayStation five or Internet back
0: back in the 1800s. They didn't. Well, they they must have had Internet. And I have to be like, sorry, I
1: I could not believe that was something that I heard.
0: I mean, I don't
2: want to play the whole like, you know, everyone after our generation is dumb. (laughs) But I knew that when I was their age, I was aware the Internet didn't exist before a certain time
1: period. It could have just been this kid. But. I mean, how
0: many of these children, though, you know, six, seven, eight year olds at this point, have grown up with a iPad in front of their face oh, since birth? So True. there,
1: there is a wild part where I saw like this quick video that said, "I just bought a house. What is this thing?" And I'm like, <laughs> "It's a phone, and it's
0: oh, it's like a landline.
1: It's a, <laughs> it's a landline plugin." <laughs> I'm like,
0: "I still oh, have and a like, USB cable
2: fits this." I have like three of those um, ports that I have no two now that I haven't gotten rid of that I need to like rip out and then cement up <laughs> or plaster up because they're like that was such a facet of so many houses for so long.
0: You should keep one for, uh, just for posterity. Honestly,
1: do we, is that one right there that I'm looking at? Is that the, what is that like a pl- oh uh, down there? Yeah, on the wall. Yeah,
0: I do believe that is in fact a phone jack. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I'm
1: staring at one right now.
0: What a, what a and then relic. And
1: there's a part that's, there's something for the cable that I see too. Uh-huh.
2: I remember talking, um, I was talking to my mom and this was during lockdown, kind of towards the end, kind of towards mm-hmm. the end. And we were just, we were just talking about it because that's all you did back then. Uh-huh. Um, and She said, I kind of like this, you know, it, it, we can connect via Zoom and stuff and that's all right, but. I really wish we could all unplug after this and, you know, we could just do things, you know, without smartphones and email and all this stuff. And I said, that's great, mom. I'll uh, I'll anticipate your letter five days from now asking me if I can (laughs) hang out next week. And he said, oh, yeah, well, I'll just call you. You don't have a landline, mom. Remember, it's gone. (laughs) 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 And yeah, sometimes I will still accidentally dial uh, my parents' house's landline without even thinking, going, oh, shit, no, that number doesn't exist anymore. Damn. (laughs) Wow. Mm. But uh, it, yeah. it is
1: it is also wild to me that all these forms that we have still have cell, home, work. And home. I'm like,
2: facts, <laughs> which I know and people it, use facts, but come on.
0: <laughs> Listen, I, I'll have I'll have my pager ready if you need me. OK, I,
1: I just love <laughs> the fact that they're like, so what do you use more often? sell why do you still put home?
0: It's, it's all the same one. Come on, man. Yeah, just put the same, this the same as.
1: There should be a still same as home. I, think I so. remember
0: or, uh, uh, I was reading an article about someone
2: who wanted to use a switch to a dumb phone for a while to for like oh. uh, for like mental health. And mm-hmm. as, as like a, a, an experiment, essentially. And they said the pros were, you know, better, you know, less anxiety, less feelings of FOMO. Um, I was getting out more. I was, you know, walking around outside. I was typically getting stuff done more, but the cons are kind of inescapable because I missed like seven meetings because I wasn't near my laptop Mm -hmm, and I didn't have mm -hmm. my phone on me. I can't can't do banking unless I'm at my computer or at the bank. I can't Mm -hmm. do a bunch of stuff unless I'm at my computer. If I'm cleaning my house... And I want to listen to music. I have to take my computer around me, my laptop or like, ta- no, no. I think they said they weren't using a tablet or a smart- a smartphone. So it's, and, and I've thought about this too, of like, man, it'd be cool to go back to just that Nokia brick and not even care. But for me, it's literally impossible with my job. Can't do that.
0: Yeah, understandable. Do that.
2: You know, it, it sucks, but it's true.
0: Yeah. It's just the way, the way things are going is that like the interconnectedness of things, the, the, the function of technology now is to just have everything be a thing all the time.
1: Welcome mm-hmm. to Understudying History Analysis or Under Sociology. Uh, understud- yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm the understudy of history. I understudy for it. I am. I'm able- there when
2: history can't make it.
0: <laughs> That's a great title. <laughs> had there when history can't make it. <laughs> can't, when you can't make history, we will do it for you. <laughs> I think that's just uh, all propaganda. Oh yes. Well, I'm <laughs> it, Well, they say history is written by the the victors, right? Who told? But if your name's not victor, then we'll write history. For
2: you. <laughs> when victor can't be there.
0: Uh well, either way, well my name is not victor, my name is David. With me here is Kayla. Hello. And over there somewhere in a distant place, uh also an understudy for history is Bisme. Hello. And tonight we have for you a um well in, uh, speaking of history um a story i had to go onto deviantart to uh, uh, acquire <laughs> <laughs> not to bury the lead or anything but the the writer sent me the story via a deviantart link which is where it was posted and i went oh no i can't access the story because it's it's appropriately i, I mean even even scanning through it it wasn't that bad but um they, they do the thing that you should do, which is like, Hey, there's a content warning on this story. So it doesn't accidentally have like children read it. Although children have encountered way worse on the internet without these filters. Sure. So, but you know, it's only a small thing, but it was just weird having to lo- get, find out and get back on my old DeviantArt account that I never use anymore. Cause I used to write stuff and put it there and no, I'm not telling anybody where it is yet. Uh, <laughs> and, um, I got a couple de- daily deviations for short fiction. I wrote when I was younger. That's I'll just say that. Um, and I got the story, put it on a Google doc and threw it up here. Um, before we read the story though, I should probably read a note from the author who said, hi gang, I've been listening to the podcast for a while and I'm trying to get back into writing after having to give it up after graduating high school due to lack of time and inspiration. I wanted to submit this story I wrote a couple of years ago for you all to read on the show. It's based on, off a writing prompt I pulled off Google, but would it be possible to have any feedback sent over to me via email i haven't had any of my stories posted publicly in years and i'm not sure my anxiety would ever let me listen to the episode if it were featured oh yeah so I,
1: I get it trust me
0: yeah. now i will let i will let the author know that i did uh we did read the story on the show when i reply, but i will send email feedback yeah for this one and uh any to continue also i'm not sure if you're taking submissions for longer running stories I have another story that I've been writing on and off based on a failed Pokemon themed Halloween event I tried to run back in 2016 that I like feedback on as well, but it's currently sitting in three parts due to the way I was writing and uploading it. I don't know how long it will ultimately end up being.
1: Do you think we might tackle that or?
0: I think we would. I'm always interested in seeing people's Pokemon fan fiction. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm I'm legitimately interested. I think that's something we could look at in the future. Now, granted, I think a lot of this year is going to be committed to uh, us reading through the stories of Dr. Satan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're spacing it out a little bit by uh, getting in a user submission every so often, but I wanted to make sure that we, uh, you know, I, I, I'd be okay with it. So I will also let it just in case our author does not listen to this story uh, because of the uh, just anxiety. I understand, so I'll I'll mention that in the reply as well. Uh, Thanks in advance if you end up going over this, and for keeping me entertained all these years. Unfit for human consumption is the is the author's title. All right, yeah. And the story we have been sent is titled, uh, What Lies Beneath?
1: I never saw that movie.
0: Me neither. Nor do I. I actually don't know <laughs> if this is based on that at all. Probably- it probably
1: isn't. It's just a, it, it's just a cool title. In all honesty, it's a really cool title. It is. But I also know that it's a movie. Now I'm trying to remember what, <laughs> uh, what movie was that one. It's not, that. that's not the, that's not the, cave diving one, right?
0: No. no. That was the Descent?
1: That was the Descent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what Lies Beneath is... Oh, like a... oh, that's the one with Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer. That's
0: <laughs> a romantic thriller was... or something. Yeah, it's from t-
1: 2000, I don't know.
0: I hadn't I hadn't thought about that in a while. Interesting pairing. Hmm. All right, so uh, let's... Uh, normally, we've been rolling dice recently for this, but uh, since there's only the three of us, uh, is there really a need for initiative? Nah. Would you like to start us off with business? Sure. Okay.
2: What lies beneath? No one really remembers where it all started or what the catalyst was. If you look hard enough, you can find some videos from the earliest days of the event. most of which are vacation videos taken from the cell phones of proud parents watching their children. Ooh, we have like some uh, some found footage, some something that was posted to the internet and then hopefully, uh, ideally scrubbed, but who knows. Here I was we one go. of the lucky ones, if you can even call it that. I hadn't bothered to go down to the shore in years. I was home alone, backing up some old home videos I had taken on my cell phone to my computer. I was backing up some Oh, okay, I see. Call me archaic, but even though I know that most things will start themselves virtually, I still like knowing that there are hard copies of the files within easy reach. Should something ever happen, very smart. And
0: well, into that.
2: Yeah, especially now. Like, oh, um, God. Preserve your media in a physical Mm -hmm. location
0: Mm
2: -hmm. by the time you might have to rant about that
0: midway through just saying (laughs) yeah i have some stuff to bring up about that
2: (laughs) by the time that the first news reports were coming in i was too lost in my own thoughts to even register the screams coming from my still playing tv in the living room
0: oh that's a hell of a start
2: yeah very punchy though this is only three pages so yeah no good to grab me in the first paragraph
0: yeah. That is a solid as a solid opening paragraph makes me interested in what's going to come next. Um I was going to say for the the media backing up thing, you know, there's a a whole project online I'm happy to see recently. I, I don't know if uh, how many people would care about this, but a, a lot of stuff uh, uh, older uh, posted content for uh, Magic the Gathering has been scrubbed from the official website. Oh, as you know, and this we're talking about story articles, older articles like And there's a whole project that's being put out there to preserve them. And I kind of wish that didn't have to happen. I'm very fortunate that I was paranoid enough to have copy-pasted entire ones related to Ravnica when I was younger. Because now they're gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Furthermore, um, I'm trying to move everything from my old cell phone, which I've had since 2016, (laughs) to my new cell phone that I got a few weeks ago. And you all know about this, but I don't know if anybody uh, listening to the show has was a nightmare because the Bluetooth on that doesn't work. And you can't just do it analog anymore. It'll also be done with the cloud. And I hate having to do it with the cloud because it won't let you take anything off of the cloud unless you're signed into it. And then even then when you turn it off and like, Oh, I got my media, I can turn it. It takes everything away.
2: It is becoming a, like a fucking lesson in hacking. You have to do to get to your DCIM folder on phones now. Yeah, it's, it's stupid because I, really I know stupid. that like I and I do back stuff up to my 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 Google account. But I also just like once every few months just offload everything into a hard drive because mm-hmm. who knows what the fuck will happen with any of that.
0: Yeah, I have, a, um, I have a I have a a portable hard drive. that I, I uh, routinely back up with literally everything.
2: Yeah, no, really, people. Um, if you like a YouTube video a lot, <laughs> save that somewhere. <laughs> Because there is no guarantee it's going to stay up. There is zero mm-hmm.
0: guarantee anymore. Mm-hmm. Hang on to all your, your music, please. Yeah. I,
1: You know, interestingly enough, uh, I've had the opposite happen, where there's, like... There was a... I remember... God, this must have been, like, 10, 15 years ago. I was trying to find this one specific clip from Ali McBeal, and I could not <laughs> fucking find it anywhere. And then years passed, and then... Uh, suddenly I'm like, oh, you know, I wonder if that clip is totally founded on YouTube, like like that, and I'm like, right. oh, finally.
0: <laughs> because someone had the foresight to uh, to uh, hang on to it and then upload it years later.
1: Yeah, it, it basically was, uh, it, and I'm sh- shocked that nobody thought, oh, you know what, maybe we should like take, like, uh, it, it's basically Jane Chris, uh, Krakowski singing um, uh, the music in the mirror from uh, Oh my god. Uh, A chorus line, which I'm shocked there was never a recording of that or anything separated from that. I just, mm. (laughs) it's funny because like the last 15 years was me trying to find media songs from um, movies that nobody gave a shit about. And I basically had to get like these cheap ass recordings or find these cheap ass recordings or record it with my goddamn tape recorder.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And now as an adult, it's so easily, I can so easily find them. And it's just like, God damn it. Where was this 15 years ago? <laughs>
2: All right. I have, since we're talking about unable to find media, I'm um, just doing my quarterly search of, yep, French Kiss is still unable to stream anywhere in the U.S. It is uh, does not exist anywhere unless you bought the DVD.
1: I actually asked my sister if, because, I used to have the DVD I don't and then my I asked my sister if she had it and I don't think she has a copy.
2: I don't Fresh even Kiss. like I don't even love that movie. I just want to watch it again to see if I still like I remember kind of liking it and I'm just curious. I remember for some reason French Kiss does not exist on streaming.
1: Oh, I don't I, know why. I, I know this movie backwards and forwards. I've seen it so many fucking times because it was my mom's favorite movie. And so I could probably say it word for word.
2: <laughs> and if you want, um, if you want a weird like nostalgia trip, go look up. Just like there are, and who knows how long they're going to stay up. But people just they they're, they're digitizing their VHF VHS tapes where they would just tape entire runs of Adult Swim for a night or Boomerang or Cartoon Network, and they're just up to watch commercials and all. And wow, is that a trip? And sometimes I will just put that on. Because I don't have to worry about what next thing am I going to watch? What playlist should I load up? No, that's just a five hour video. That's basically oh. like watching TV. Oh, you know, uh,
0: <laughs> so good. I,
1: I, another thing, I'm going to thank my sister for this. For my birthday uh, last year.
0: So last year.
1: Uh, she got me both seasons of Pushing Davi- Daisies on DVD, and now I can force David to.
0: I've seen the first couple of episodes and I really liked it. So now we can watch all of it.
1: I think I would say this. That is my favorite series that I've watched every episode on.
0: I to think of it. Brent Benjamin also gave us a hard DVD copy of The Adventures of Briscoe County Junior. So we have that to look forward to as well. <laughs> <But. clears
1: throat> oh, we apparently we have to watch Roadhouse at some point.
2: <laughs> he gave us Roadhouse. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, watch it at least once.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, We are, we are straying, we're not, we're we're, we're straying a little, but I, it it was worth bearing mentioning, because it is something that bothers me, is that, is the increasing need for media preservation in a world where it just wants to be, that wants you to just be steamrolled.
2: Go give money to the Internet Archive.
0: Yes, please. Uh, Would you like me to read this one? Sure. Okay. The last video I had seen was our last trip to the beach. I was, I was with my wife and daughter. i had taken the day off of work. To drive them down to the boardwalk a few hours away. We had spent most of the morning building sandcastles and splashing around at the water's edge. This was our first time taking our little girl to the beach that she would actively remember. Our previous trips had been when she was an infant, and she had spent all those sitting in a plastic kiddie pool we had brought with us, splashing happily in the small amount of sand and seawater we had poured in beneath the shade of our umbrella. As she got older and finally entered the school system, she would hear her, her friends talk about the annual beach trips, and once summer rolled around, that's all she would talk about. A lot of careful planning, my wife and I finally, or after, after a lot of careful planning, my wife and I finally decided we'd take her for her birthday. She had been so excited when she realized where she we were going. And her mom had taken her out just a few days before to pick out her new swimsuit for the occasion. So a
2: couple things already. Number one, very good imagery. Yes. Very good, just basic descriptions that are um, immediately recognizable, but not overly... Uh, purple prose
0: yes already
2: very solid writing um again we've only only two paragraphs in but i have like a perfect mental image of this story and its characters and its setting speaking of the setting i have a question for both of you do you imagine Mm -hmm. this on the east of the west coast
1: I'm thinking East Coast because, I, I, yeah, we have boardwalks here, but boardwalks are very, uh, very much an East Coast
0: thing. Yeah, I'm thinking East Coast as well.
2: Same. And it's also the, using the word down to the shore, like the Jersey Shore yeah. or something. We don't say that over here. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if that was intended, but I can already kind of like pick up on that too. And again, the writing was very, very strong so far.
1: She had gotten to the age where she was starting to put, develop her own style, which currently meant rejecting anything girly, as she put it. We had tried to raise her to understand that gender norms didn't mean anything, but that didn't stop her from recognizing that there were clear designations in a department store between girl and boy clothes, clearly separated by wide dividing walkway. <laughs> <laughs> that day, she had fixated herself on a pair of swim trunks, which had a very distinctive multicolored colored checker pattern, not unlike a Rubik's Cube. That sounds awesome. (laughs) I remember shooting my wife a glance when my daughter ran inside, holding her prize to show me dreading the thought of the fashion styles of the eighties coming back into pop culture. The weird part is right. That's already passed. We are now I apparently the nineties is the, Is the fashion that's inspiring the youngins these days?
2: Oh yeah, no, it's what we're coming up on thirty years. That's that's the cycle. I mean, granted, with fast fashion, everything is in and out in the blink of an eye. But no, totally, like chokers are coming back. Um, Was it hip huggers? That's just type of jean that's Uh, coming back. Yeah,
1: hip huggers were two thousands, and then. um, But I do a lot of them. From what I've seen, uh, a lot of teens wear high waisted jeans with crop tops. That's been Mm -hmm. for girls. That's been a big thing, but also. There there's another fashion trend, and it's so hilarious to me because this isn't from any time period or anything. This was because of the pandemic. So many kids are just wearing pajama pants <laughs> like it's a fashion trend.
2: Oh, <laughs> and it I, is. That is my fashion trend 99% yeah, I, of the
0: day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I approve. <laughs> Which is like
1: holy shit. But they're like wearing it like, yep, it, like it's nothing. Like that's just clothes now. Fuck and I'm it. like, oh my Why God. Not? I, and I kind of I approve because I love the fact. Well, one, what a cool kind of like history thing. Like when you think about it, like two years from now, mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, it, the pandemic affected fashion.
0: Yeah,
2: no, um, I, I I fully support this, and I I'm going down the grocery store in fucking sweatpants and socks and sandals because I can't be bothered to find my other shoes. I don't give a fuck. I am tired. I don't care. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I currently live in hoodies and. Uh, oh, just, yeah. I have three I have three sets of hoodies and I just keep <laughs> cycling between those.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like discovered hoodies in high school and I never grew out of that because I love hoodies to death. Oh, absolutely.
1: Uh, she already had a rash guard that she wore when we visited the neighborhood pool. So all that really needs to be done was removing the netting inside for a more comfortable fit before we headed out. We had left early that morning, and I was fairly certain my daughter had slept in her swimsuit so that she would be able to get into the car much faster when it was time to go. this is
2: netting on a rash guard. The
1: what? Uh, so there's, there's, uh, there's
2: every rash guard I have ever worn. No, no, no. Never I think she,
1: I think they're referring to the swim trunks.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, because no. it's part of the same sentence. She already had a rash guard that she wore, so all that was really needed to be done was removing the netting inside. But doesn't mention. Okay, yeah. So, it, it, okay. First criticism: um, make sure you're clear on what you're referring to, or it could. I mean, and that's that's a fucking nitpick. That's just because I know what a rash guard is. But uh, just you know, one suggestion:
0: a tiny, tiny nitpick. Tiny. That's I, mean. I mean, I
1: was able to pick up on the sure. on sure. the trunks, but I also, but it, that I don't think everybody might get that. So just just putting uh, netting uh, out of the trunks. That's it.
2: The day had been hotter than usual and the beach was crowded. We had set up a little further back on the sand than I would have liked, but we decided that we would keep an eye out for a spot closer to the water and move if afforded the opportunity. Very common thing at the beach. The opportunity had indeed presented itself as I was escorting my little princess down to the water's edge. I had sent my wife up onto the boardwalk to grab some lunch and I knew that by the time she got back, someone else would have taken it. For how close this new spot was, we would be able to let our daughter play in the water without the need for one of us to be standing over her the entire time, giving us some both giving us both some much needed rest and rest and relaxation. Can't talk today. I told her to stay there that I would take her out once I got back from setting up our chairs again. She smiled up at me in a way that I'm sure had to hurt her cheeks from how excited she was and agreed. The last clear memory I have of her is the sight of her happily picking up the shells that were being exposed from the gently lapping waves, scampering back and forth excitedly as new ones caught her attention.
0: Oh, so no. is it
2: is it drowning or is it sea monster?
0: uh or
2: question. drowning by sea monster.
0: Well, we're we're on the uh, uh, foreshadowed with something, some event, some catalyst, some big thing happening. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, By the time I had finished gathering all of our belongings, I couldn't see her anymore. I dropped everything, ran up and down the shoreline, asked everyone who was in the area if they had seen my little girl. It wasn't long before the beach was cleared and the Coast Guard was called in. I thought that I had instilled a sense of water safety into her from all those visits to the pool when she was growing up. But in the end, children are still unpredictable and curious creatures. In my mind, I can only hope that whatever it was that drew her further into the water, it must have been one heck of a beautiful shell. My wife never forgave me for leaving her alone, and I can't say I blame her. I was being irresponsible. I should have waited for her to come back. If you've never heard the anguish cries of a grieving mother, I don't envy you. Damn. It's the sort of sound that can't be faked. Something raw and primal that you would understand is the sound of an entire world being utterly destroyed. They never found any trace of her, so once they called off the search, we were forced to bury an empty casket. Not long after, my wife decided that the grief was too much. I was left alone with nothing but the ghosts of memories in the once happy home we had shared together.
1: Damn. That is one hell of a paragraph.
2: Yeah. So far, every paragraph is not wasting time.
0: Yeah, it does exactly what it needs to do with the space it has.
2: And I really like, um, and maybe they could have put something else in here. Like if I were writing this, this is what I would add. The pool is not the ocean. They are two completely different environments. And um, I remember going to the beach with a friend who, where were they from, Georgia? I forget. But like they're, they're from a landlocked state that had like a lake. Mm-hmm. And then the first time they got in the pool, at the pool, uh, the ocean, uh, the lifeguard had to go out and like save them because they didn't understand what tides were really. Yeah. Like being in a tide. And I like I was a lot younger than, him, but I was like just really. What What do you mean you don't understand that? And they're like we don't have oceans in fucking Georgia.
1: But, but it is also. I feel like this is. This is all. It, it, I mean, he's trying to find any excuse to, uh, or the, the, our our uh, narrator is trying to find any excuse. Not well, not any excuse. He's trying to find an excuse to justify or. I, I, what happened I don't think and-
2: he's trying to exp- like justify his actions he's trying to figure out the why like why did this happen i yeah, I, I thought i okay. knew but i didn't and i'm stupid for it
1: yeah i don't think it necessarily i'm just saying it doesn't necessarily for him to say but the ocean is different from the pool i think he was just trying to find something i think oh, I you're right
2: including that from like the character justifying it i think that's more for the audience of just oh. uh, And maybe it oh. could. Maybe it maybe like I'm reading into it correctly, and it is implied doesn't have to be stated. But I just think that would be a cool punctuation. That's it. That's all I'm suggesting.
1: Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Okay. That makes more sense. Mm. Um. But yeah. No. You're absolutely right. The guy, yeah, the ocean is quite a monster, or the monster <laughs> compared to a pool.
0: Jeez. Mm. Well, we. Uh, what's the saying? I think this has come up time and again. We know more about the depths of space than we do about the entirety of the planet's ocean. Yeah,
2: we still haven't mapped um, all of the ocean floor yet. Nope.
1: By the time I had pulled myself away from the video of my daughter splashing about happily in the waves, I was met by a very different picture. The same coastline, which had been filled with fa- happy families in the video, which I had been watching moments before, stood in stark contrast. Con- oh, I think it's supposed to be contrast. Start
0: oh, yeah. Cart-
1: <laughs> That's uh, contrast to what I was now witnessing. Vaguely humanoid forms were rising from the surface of the water, though what exactly they were weren't tire- wasn't t- entirely clear. Their bodies were covered in bits and coral and barnacles, <laughs> and a good number of them appeared to have entire parts of themselves missing.
2: It's definitely not Zat coming out of
0: the your- <laughs> ocean. <laughs> <laughs> An entire army of Zats rising from the... He came back with more... <laughs> <laughs> oh! If, if, if you prick Zat, do he not bleed?
1: <laughs> one of the ones that stood out to me was, to the most was the upper torso of what I believed was a man at one point pulling itself along the ground with fingers covered in algae and caked on sand. Oh God! Cool. Everyone was panicking, trampling one another in an effort to escape the horror they were are, were now faced with. I stood there, mouth agape, unable to process what I was seeing. I was never a religious hand, even before the death of my daughter, but seeing what appeared to be bodies of the dead rising from beneath the waves was something straight out of a story about the end of
0: days.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay.
0: I mean, that's some apocalyptic imagery right there in itself.
2: That was about three years ago now. It wasn't long before the mass panic gave way to the complete collapse of structure, as it became clear that our local government was completely inept at dealing with issues at hand. Militia groups banded together, usually made up of whoever happened to have weapons handy at the time, to try and keep their local areas safe. But that only lasted for a few months once it became clear that bullets didn't seem to do much against the thick roots and remains of marine life that clung to their bones and skin-like armor. The only way to stop one of them from moving was a clean shot to the head, but these things weren't like zombies we all saw in the movies growing up. They could reason, recognize patterns. It was rumored that some of them could even talk, though that was never confirmed. The vast majority of them seem to hold memories of their lives before videos of people who appeared to be more recently deceased, appearing to gest- gesture vaguely as though akin to use asking to use cell phones surface Jesus Christ. This- okay. Videos of people who appeared to be more recently deceased, appearing to gesture vaguely as though asking to use cell phones surface alongside those who wore the uniforms of wars long since over attempting to break into coastal forts and occupy them once more. That there, sentence that is too sentence, long. <laughs> I, could, I could
0: use some punctuation.
1: Yeah, that that sentence is a little clunky. That could be a bit tightened up. So far, all the sentences, have, like all of the sentences, have been very tight, very. Like, that's
2: the first one.
1: That that's is definitely been, the
2: first one, and yeah. it's um. Uh, I, I get that a lot. A complicated concept is trying to be conveyed. Don't be afraid to break that up, though, because yeah, good lord. Yeah. Exactly how much of that was genuine, though, versus muscle memory was anyone's guess, but it was clear that these things weren't brainlessly shambling around. We were fighting a war, and it was going to take more than a few untrained civilians with handguns and hunting rifles to turn the tide. This feels very, like, 80s B-horror movie. It
0: and does, And I mean actually. that
2: in a good way.
0: Yeah.
1: Also, what a cool imagery. Like, that is... I have not heard of someone come up with that, like, having... Like,
0: the zombie apocalypse starts in the ocean first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's so creative.
0: Yeah, but I like the idea. I mean, with what we understand that the dead walk the earth again, but it's only the people who, for some reason, like everybody who has died at sea. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. <clears throat> Eventually, we learned to avoid them and tried to survive as best we could. There were small settlements dotted here and there. People trying to bring back a sense of normalcy in this new and crazy world, but I didn't trust them. You stay in one place too long, you get soft. And I hadn't really felt comfortable with people since I first decided to venture out once it became clear that help wasn't coming. Once that realization dawned on me, I knew what I had to do. I gathered up my belongings and started making my way south. I knew that this trip would be longer than the one I had taken all those years ago. But if things went like I hoped, it would be worth it. I didn't see much of anyone in my travels. The coastal cities were all but abandoned in the early days due to their close proximity to the main sources of the outbreaks. So I didn't have to worry about anyone trying to interfere as I made my way along. It took a few days, but I had finally made it. I mean, we kind of know where this is going, right? Yeah, I yeah. Think so.
1: I pulled up my phone, scrolling through the gallery until I found one of the many pictures I had taken that day. My daughter standing there smiling as she stood over the sandcastle I had just helped her build. Her mom kneeling down next to her with a big smile across her face. As I looked over my phone at my surroundings, I knew I was in the same place. I walked a little further seeking a solitary figure standing there at the water's edge. This, um, I feel at the water. I, was, I remember reading at the water's edge earlier, maybe a different mm. phrasing. I don't know. Anyway. The distinctive pattern of the swim trunk still visible despite being covered over with a decades worth of grime and detritus from the bottom of the ocean. I could feel the tears stinging my eyes as I saw her standing just where I had left her all those years ago. I walked up to her slowly. She was bent over, picking up s- way at sand. This could okay. I, I see. There's like back and forth. This uh, this could be
0: broke. Yeah, this could be broken. Yeah. Up in paragraphs. Yeah. Oh no, that's sorry. Yeah, that wouldn't yeah, because me this meant. is a
1: very long paragraph. Yeah.
0: Uh, does anyone think it's kind of weird that? Well, I mean, hmm, hmm, that she she's in the exact same spot and not trying to advance on the world to kill everybody. <laughs> like I think it's
2: a very it's a very small story. That's it is a ve- it's it's very kind of emotionally poetic. Yeah, and I think may- so. I I'm fine with having water's edge repeated because and uh, the the planting of the Rubik's cube baby style um, uh, swim trunks. Like I get it. Yeah, it's, it's not something that you can do a lot. And I, I don't know. I could see people saying this should have been longer to justify it, but. I prefer shorter stories like this, so I'm happy with it, because yeah. as long as it's well-written, and I would argue this is well-written, this is I am, it, it, it hits me in the feels, and it takes me somewhere, and I'm fine with that. But I could totally understand someone saying, you didn't earn that yet.
1: I, I think he, maybe if he would have walked around and then finally found her, that might have oh.
2: been. It's 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 kind of written into a corner cuz yeah, you could turn this into like, you know, a long novel. This is a this is an apocalypse. You could write all sorts of stuff. But this is chosen to be a small snippet where a lot happens very quickly and then we snap back to like the present and then where do you do what what do you like you have kind of two paths. You do a long story or you do it short and you get out. Like you really it's tough. It's it's a tough choice. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm curious to see where this goes now, because I, I like that it is short and punchy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, do
1: you want to, because this part, like, it technically should be different paragraphs each time someone talks.
2: I'd say just read it.
1: Okay. Princess, I said quietly, not wanting to startle her. She looked up at me, her face marred by bits of coral and shell, and smiled. I fought the urge to flinch at what appeared to be a small crab scuttled out from her toothless (laughs) maw.
2: That's a good image.
1: Daddy, she said choppily, as though she were creating a foreign phrase that she didn't fully understand the meaning of. I I nodded, now openly weeping, dropped to my knees to be level with her. You waited for me, just like I told you to. Oh, Mm. Okay. That's why it's at the same
0: look. Okay. (laughs) Oh, man. She she
1: nodded jerkily, and I imagined her eyes lighting up with pride in place of the hollow sockets that looked blankly up at me. Come on, sweetheart. It's time to go home. I reached down, taking her bony little hand in mine, and turned to leave. Daddy? She said, my arm being pulled back harder than I would have expected her to be capable of. Present. I turned to look, and now realizing that she was gradually walking me deeper into the surf within her free hand, which was raised as high as she could manage and held within was a clump of dead seaweed. Wait, within her free hand, which, uh, I'm trying to wait.
2: Don't read too much into it. Okay. She's, she's just luring him in Yeah. with, with anything she has. Um, so this, this visits the age old question. Are we okay with a first person narrative dying at the end?
0: And uh I've always kind of had an issue with this. I will accept it here except I'm trying to figure out because it started out like it was being you know no one really like I don't know
2: hmm. mm-hmm. it's mm. again, it's difficult because as much as I do like this story, if having your narrator die or your protag die at the end is fine. So but it, if there is a dissonance created, when this happens, why yeah. could you not? Well, th- okay. What, so- if it,
1: what if it, but what if it was written in the present time? What if this part like was written in the present? Is it not? No, this is, well, I mean, it's like, she nodded. I reached down. Oh, so, he, so,
2: so third person.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, if it was written in third person or no, even just first person says, and you say, I turn to look now realizing she is gradually. Oh, walking. like shifting.
0: Shifting from Making uh, it, past tense to present tense. So that
1: way we're following him as he's about to die.
0: Well, so if, but um, but it's still be, being
2: spoken from first person. That's the problem.
0: I'm usually okay with a first person if it is, I think, yeah, I can be, I can forgive a lot if it is in present tense. Because then we're just now riding along with the character. It doesn't feel like a memoir that's being handed to us, you know?
2: I I, I think the problem is is if you try to change the perspective too much, then you lose a lot of the intimacy.
0: And right. yeah, this
2: I, was a very relatable first person story.
1: Yeah. I mm. think I think it should say in first person, but maybe near the end, make it in present. So that way we are following him till he gets to this point. So that way we can forgive when we realize he it's now at this moment that he is
0: being yeah.
1: dragged in, not looking back on it.
0: Yeah. I, I also Oh, sorry, go ahead, David. I was going to say, I think because of what this story has done so far, it's kind of earned my, my forgiveness in that sense, not forgiveness, but the notion that I kind of read this and go, okay, uh, clearly this is going to be the end of the narrator, but it doesn't bother me to the extent that other stories might, because I've seen this done way, mm-hmm. way worse in the past. Like, I think I brought this up uh, before when we were talking about elf on the shelf when it's a first person and they're going and by the way i'm here hiding and i'm writing this to try and let people know to stay away from the killer true i don't know you know i that kind of shit
1: i the one thing i feel like the ending kind of confuses me uh i think
0: i think the last um sorry i think i'm with you here because the last sentence i noticed like within her free hand which was raised as high as she could manage and held within was a clump of dead seaweed I think you could clean that up a little bit.
1: I well, but also why the dead seaweed? That doesn't feel like a hit to me. Like I
2: a, I, I get it. It's it's I
1: mean it does, I it.
2: there's nothing to read into it and it's just a, it's a shell of of you know this isn't his daughter and she's it, it is just, you know, trying to mimic behavior and what would it have on its person? Some dead seaweed. That's it. Like I get mm-hmm. it. And I honestly don't mind that, but I th- where this story started was i was thinking like a found footage thing where um a our, our pro kind of has to sit down and watch and relive a very traumatic difficult time in their life and then we mm-hmm. kind of go through this journey with them and maybe they leave maybe they just keep watching the footage um but like you know we kind of go through an arc with them then it turned into an apocalypse story, and well, all within the span of a paragraph, and then they're gone. It's uh, The scope is a little too big for the word count.
1: But, but it was, like, the first paragraph did kind of, or first couple paragraphs did kind of hint at it. It's like, I didn't know what was, I barely acknowledged what was going on in the television. So clearly, sure, something is the, going on that was
2: oh, But that could have been, you know, a surfer coming in and accidentally decapitating her. That could have been anything. We just knew it was traumatic. We didn't know it was going to no, turn into sea monsters popping no, out of no,
1: the no. sea. But, but like, no, earlier on, hold on. Yeah, wait, yeah, yeah.
0: Wait. I'm seeing what Kayla's saying. So
1: there. in like, uh, it's like by that time that the first news reports were coming in, I was too lost in my own thoughts to even register the screens coming from my still playing TV in the living room. That's Again,
2: doesn't have to be an apocalypse. Something's on fire.
1: But, but it, There's but it, a shooter. But
2: it, like that could have been anything.
1: But it's clearly something in important something something important is going on right well, now of course in the midst it's important. that's why it's, that's why they're talking
2: about head. it like yeah. again this what this does not imply apocalypse at least not to me it doesn't have to and that's not where oh. my mind was going granted that's my bias but my thought was like that's the day she disappeared a masked man oh. or like someone in like a hood came and like took her and that's the last well, I saw
0: Okay, that's that's, that I just to to clarify, are we talking about because I don't think that stuff that's on the living room TV is the stuff he's looking at on his the footage he's looking at of his daughter. That's not the footage he's sorting out. That's something else. Some other event is happening.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh,
0: oh, oh. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're right. Yeah. So I think that I picked that up pretty early. Like there's some it's foreshadowing a bigger event while he is looking at going through and backing up all this old footage. While his TV in the background is playing some news footage that he barely registered. And this is, he's doing all this while the initial stuff is happening with the dead rising from the sea.
2: Sorry, my thought was like he had his phone hooked up to like a t like a monitor and he was watching oh,
0: oh so that's okay. my
2: bad that is my confusion okay, okay. never mind never <laughs> mind that's all justified
0: that's why i was like okay yeah i wanted to make sure we understood i understood where we were all perspective here was because okay my yeah, mind okay. was like well, I that changes everything. <laughs> yeah i actually <laughs> appreciate the foreshadowing of the apocalypse here
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah okay no then never mind yeah never mind no i i think that's i think that's all fine um uh it I know, like, the story says that's not zombies. Still kind of feels like it. I
0: said, I still said zombies, even when he said they're not zombies. zombies.
2: Okay. Yeah. You know, I, or, I mean, I, I think you could do a lot. Like, the, the Dead Rising from the Sea, I think you could do a lot with that without making them be too zombie like. I, right. I think that could be explored and maybe changed a little bit. Um, don't have to, of course. But- I mean they
0: they I appreciate the attempts at making it seem like they are still kind of their old selves, even as mm-hmm. they're doing some whatever is uh that. And I don't mind leaving that vague. Like honestly, that's okay. I appreciated that sure. the reason she's still there is the last thing that she did is wait for me. And yeah. uh whatever this is that is this like facsimile of her or this echo of her that's still in this corpse is kind of on that, but it takes on a sinister edge. What um I even again, I don't mind the concept of the dead coming back, but to call them not zombies is a little odd, just because. Calls attention. Um, well, Return of the Living Dead. In Return of the Living Dead, the zombies there once they eat brains, they're intelligent. Mm-hmm. They remember their old lives, so it's not I, that much of a stretch I, to I still don't, call them zombies. Well, they didn't when. say
1: they weren't zombies. They said they weren't like the zombies. Oh, the zombies, zombies you saw, zombies yeah, in the movies. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like they're not basically. We didn't. They're not like brains, and that they're not just
0: mindless. Thing. No.
2: I still would rewrite them, because then okay. that's just again personal preference. You, you know what? It, yeah, there might be
1: it might help just to add touches of little clarity here and there to help. Because from what I that's from what I'm gathering yeah. with the story, like uh, explaining the netting being on the trunks, or maybe uh, with the zombies, or I don't know what. Like I don't know.
2: There's so much you can do, and I again, I really like that it's stuff coming from the ocean mm-hmm. um, it could be like a weird strain of algae huh. that you know acts like cordyceps or something which know <laughs> also it some gets compared to zombies, but water you know, it it, 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 it <laughs> lures people in and, and then it like slowly you know takes over their body. it doesn't it can kind of animate them, but well, no that's just kind of runs back in the uh, yeah it's it's hard it's really hard but I like the ocean angle. Um, I don't know if it can be retooled to achieve what the story does narratively, but um, that's my only real like hang up.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the, the story is based on a prompt and based on what I saw, it was the idea True. of the dead rising from the sea. Like I remember reading that in the DeviantArt okay. art description. That was the the prompt that inspired uh, unfit uh, human consumption to do this, this story. I, so I like that they okay. took that concept and then added this kind of human angle with the, the father-daughter thing. Uh,
1: honestly, I'm pretty okay with this story. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. it, like, it has a good, like, like it gave a little sense of who the daughter was. It gives a sense of like the relationship between the husband and wife and all that. And then him going back to find his daughter. And the fact that he said, Oh, you waited for me. The only,
0: that had a punch to it. I was like, Oh, that's the, good. The only mm-hmm. Thing, mm-hmm. That was good. The
1: only thing that I'm a bit iffy about is the ending. I get that she's trying to pull him into the water, but I don't get the holding a clump of seaweed. That's I know it doesn't bother you, Abby, but I don't know. It just feels it, it, it,
0: it doesn't have as poignant a a finish as I would like. Like,
1: I I think he, a part of me wants, although it could be OK. If it was because I was thinking is like, well, what if it's like a, a shell or something like that? Like, you know how she was looking for shells before she died? Mm -hmm. But then that might hint at the fact that it really is her and she does remember things and all that. Yeah. I I don't know if that's something that the writer wants to intend Um, or
0: not. I do agree. Here's one thing I think about that last, that last sentence. I think to clean it up, if you just had it, because I understand that your word within is used twice. Within is her free hand, which was raised as high as she could manage and held within was a clump of dead seaweed. Little clumsy Mm. with the wording, just a little bit. But what I think is it. I think I get what the author is going for in terms of like the story is called um, what, what lies, lies beneath, but my, my hand, but I also think of what lies within. So maybe that's where my head is going, but I don't know. I feel like you could just clean it up to like with uh, raises her free hand was raised as high as, as she could manage. And within was a or held, like, with, held, within and held within was a something. You
2: no, know, that raises her. an interesting point is what lies beneath kind of a weak title.
1: It kind of is. The problem is, it's be- it's already a movie title, and my brain automatically <laughs> thought of. This.
2: Even like even that set aside, um, obviously it's referring to the dead rising from the sea. But most of the story is not spent below the ocean, if at all. So.
1: Yeah, I think I think it could be a better title, but yeah. I, I as someone who isn't just so bad with titles I've always just been bad with titles so whenever I've written something it's always the last thing mm-hmm. that I I title I do and even then I'm always disappointed with <laughs> I'm like I could have that could have been so much better
0: I I, I wouldn't pitch any titles I, th- I I'm with you though I think we could there could be a more poignant title a more fitting title it's a fine title but I think there could be more to it. It um, feels
2: like, and this is probably this is what I do all the time. I just write something generally, and then when I'm done, I go back and I redo it because the story's evolved, and I know what I want to call it. It's literally just there, so I can find it, you know, in my my folder of like, oh yeah, that's that's that one I'm working on. And I, I might even put like "whip" in parentheses at the end of it, just so I know that that's not my final title.
0: Yeah, um, that's a good yeah.
1: I don't know. I maybe. I do like the idea of her pulling him into the serve. I just, I, the whole present thing just feels so off to me.
2: Well, and it is, is she supernaturally strong and he can't escape? Is he surrendering to this fate? Um, I know it's vague and that's fine, but I'm with you on that. It's kind of lacking punch and almost like meaning. Like what do we mean by this?
0: Is she trying to... Because she says present, and I guess the present is the clump of dead seaweed. Is she trying to almost like be like, Daddy, present. Like she's trying to take yeah. him back to the ocean to drown him. Like Yeah,
2: that's that's the sense I'm getting. It's just here distraction here. I'm your daughter. But like, is he resisting? We, we kind of lose all sense of emotion and character agency at the end. And we don't really know what their final thoughts are going out. And I feel like we need to at least have a sense of it.
0: Yeah. I would like to know if... like. He just goes, I follow her in, or whatever. I think, or, you know. Uh,
1: uh, it's like, I, or even just she kept pulling and um, my body is, and she, I kept being dragged closer to her. Finally, um, finally, I just stopped resisting, or something of that nature. Or if, that or if you want
0: it to be present tense and not have it feel like I said, I, I couldn't, I let her go. And mm-hmm. maybe she doesn't try again. She just or, looks at him, almost disappointed, and then just marches or, or, off.
1: Or even ocean. just like, I let go overhand.
2: Yeah or sure. you know I yeah. uh you, you could go very zombie and you could say and then you know I with a shaking hand I gently press um the handgun against her forehead and oh. the
0: like you I think
1: the, the <laughs> I think the ending just needs a stronger punch
2: really Yeah then, we, we need a little bit more closure it doesn't have to explain everything but it needs something else cuz yeah, it, it it's is just, kind of hasty
0: Yeah whatever you can do with it if you choose to do something with it it's fine uh, the story definitely earned, I think, my my interest though, and um, I I like where it's going. Again, I like you know in a sense of a broader, more catastrophic thing when you have a more intimate thing going on here, and having that connection and, and the way that the daughter was described as yeah. as an undead uh, was very chilling and very effective. So, um, yeah, you it, it, all a lot of this has a lot of the story was definitely earned. And I'm I'm with one or two small tweaks, I think. And and that's up to you if you want to tweak this, if you're listening to this (laughs) unfit for human consumption. (laughs) Otherwise, uh, you'll get similar feedback in the email. But uh, since you asked for it, but um, yeah, there's there's little things you can do to punch this up. I can't tell you what, but we've kind of pointed out where we think that this could be punched up a little bit. And it gets a lot of points
2: for being like, this is based off a prompt. Like this yes. is a writing contest entry. They are they have built in limitations. So if this is, you know, what was submitted, it, it was probably done under a deadline. And, you know, you didn't just spend all of your time getting this to be perfect and then submitted it for our review or whatever. Yeah. So, it, again, a lot of leniency. And even then, I like the story. It was I a very too. fun read. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This was great. I enjoyed
1: it. There's a lot of great details. It's, the descriptions of the uh, monsters is very creative, mm-hmm. very unique. Mm-hmm. The daughter with the toothless maw is like, oh, <laughs> the crab,
0: yeah. Oh, that's great. There's some really creepy imagery when you think about the way that what happens when something is left out in the water in the, in the sea mm-hmm. for too long. We've we've mm-hmm. explored that before on this um, on the show many times. So. Um, why don't we leave this with a freshness rating? How do you all feel? I
2: would give this a clump of dead seaweed out of a rash guard. <laughs> and then the rash guard, I was surfing and I fell off my surfboard and I got a bunch of dead seaweed in my rash guard.
0: Oh, shit. That's
2: not fun. <laughs> True story.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, no. it's
2: fun. It's just surfing. <laughs> I didn't know you surfed. I did. I did.
0: How have I known you this long and not known that you surfed at one well, point? Well, because
2: I haven't done it in like fucking forever because I don't live close enough to the ocean anymore.
0: Valid. Okay, <laughs> I didn't
1: surf as, but I boogie boarded as a kid in the ocean quite Hell a bit.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I couldn't stand up. Like, <laughs> fair. Like that scared me. I could, I could push off and like let my body go. Woo! Mm-hmm. But,
0: uh,
1: freshness. Um, I will give this a glass of uh, salty sea water. Yeah, you know what? That's I don't
0: just know. a glass <laughs> of salty sea water.
1: I, I, I'm delicious.
0: S- no, that's fair. I will give this defying gender norms out of buying a pair of Rubik's cube <laughs> shorts. <laughs> shorts.
1: <laughs> I, or oh, you know what? Actually, um, uh, I give this the. Uh, Uh, waking up hungover and walking to the boardwalk and breathing in the salty sea air to just uh, sober you up. There you go. Out of,
0: as you do that, a claw reaches down from under the pier and pulls you into the sea.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Oh, that's good.
1: I literally just thought of the glass of seawater just because I looked and there's a glass of water on the table (laughs) and I'm like, fuck, I can't think of anything. You
0: get your prompt. There you go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, this is... (laughs) Oh, my God. Here's your prompt. Shit. uh, uh. Uh,
0: uh, Well, it works on, honestly. Hey, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Unfit for Human Consumption, for agreeing to share this story with us. It takes a lot sometimes to send a story uh, to anybody for uh, public viewing and even for critique. So uh, I always appreciate when people do that. So thank you very much. Uh, If you would like to submit a story for us to read, uh, MidnightMarinera at gmail.com is the best place to reach out to us. Uh, you can send that there or you can contact us through various means. Uh, you can reach out to us at creativehorror.com. That's our main base of operations. Uh, if you'd like to meet, reach me through uh, various social media means, I just got a Blue Sky account because okay. fuck X. Um, <laughs> I, I can't. I, the, the thing is, I got a new phone and I vowed to myself hey, if I ever have to switch from Twitter to X on the phone, uh i'm not going to reuse it anymore and uh sure enough i if i try to download it's always going to be the x app so uh it's time to go to blue sky see so uh, if you want to follow me there i'll probably i'm not posting a lot right now but uh you can find me at uh crack dot blue sky or whatever it is that they do for the code it's my author handle for a while and decided you know what it's time i kind of gave myself a more personal handle there so yeah if you want to reach out to me there you can um uh, also, you can follow us on Patreon if you'd like to uh, support us on Patreon. patreoncom slash uh, they oh, we were just talking earlier about your Patreon dollars at work, and you can hear about that <laughs> at the Dregs for this episode, which I think is going to be a good one. But you have Dregs, you have some bonus content from the Jameson tapes, and uh, Alan gets drunk and watches a thing. Is a new feature that is going to be on the show. Alan only, was just talking only to us for about patrons. Only for patrons, though. Uh, Alan was just talking to us about how uh, he's going to be talking about, I think Madam web. Yeah. I'm excited to hear him talk about Madam web. (laughs) And yeah, CreativeHorror.com is where you can reach us. uh, Check out all of our other fantastic podcasts, such as the Jameson tapes, the witching hour, trick or track, darkly lit midnight marinara and more.
1: Uh, I think that the funniest thing I've heard about Madam web is somebody said, uh, someone the review someone said was i had a root canal and then went to see Madam web and i'm surprised the root canal wasn't the most painful thing that happened to me that day
0: <laughs> good evening intrepid listeners this is the pasta shade the host of midnight marinara and this podcast is part of creativehorror.com a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans For more content like this, visit us at (laughs) CreativeHorror.com